What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Survivor Now podcast. As always, my name is Randy, and I am being joined by my incredible co-host, Abraham, for the second time this week. And today we have a bonus episode for you guys in an, in, in that, if I can talk, and an incredible guest. Uh, we are joined by Troy Zan from Survivor One World and Survivor Game Changers. Troy Zan, my apologies. I'm messing up that intro. That no, no. Yeah, that just means you're excited. You're all fired up. Makes me feel better. Like you're like you're meeting, you know, Elvis himself. Oh man, I I am excited. We talked beforehand about how you were one of my favorite players ever. And so, uh, Troy Zan, thank you so much for coming on today. We're super excited to chat Survivor with you. Well, so, you're welcome. I'm a huge fan myself, so I know how excited you get. And I, I mean, you know, before I ever made it on the show, I was like you. I was like, oh my god, if, 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 I, if I met Richard Hatch or if I met anybody, I'm like, I'd probably freak out. You know, I like lose my 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 crap. So it's like, but. That was way before pod, they didn't even do podcasts back when I was like first. Thing, so I was like, I barely did them. So, uh, do we have? Let's see. Do we have Abraham back? Abraham, you back with us? Oh, okay, he's, he's back. Yeah. I couldn't hear. Abraham looks like he's in his cubicle in the office. <laughs> hey, this, 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 this is, is my commitment. Cube. This is commitment. Well, let me just say, Troy's and everyone has been super excited to have you on the show this week. We got a few messages. Right off the bat, we have uh, Alexa. She's in Los Angeles. She said, "Good morning, everyone. Greetings from Los. Uh, yeah, greetings from Los Angeles." Uh, we have Amy here. Yay, Troyzan! And then Alexa also said, "Troyzan, you are definitely the Elvis of Survivors." <laughs> well, okay, well, I like two cute girls right off the bat giving Troyzan comments. I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's just natural at this point. So, Troyzan, we have so much to talk about. And first off, I got to thank Sandra for putting me in contact with you. And once I found out you were coming on the show, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much from your seasons I want to ask you. Uh, but we also are here to talk about Survivor 44. And I want to ask okay. your opinion thus far in general about the new era of the game and what's your take on all these twists, advantages, and what they're trying to do with the new 26-day game. Well, I mean, you know, being the old, I mean, I played in a, I consider like middle school, but I feel like an old school player. So I, it, I'll always be one of, you know, I started watching Survivor from the very first minute of the first show. So I always had this old school mentality and like, if something's not broke, you know what I mean? Don't, you know, the 26 days exactly. just will always throw me off. I know why they, why they had to do it. And I kind of know why they continue to do it. I, I would think my guess is like, you know, you're saving a crap load of money. And if you can stay, and to me, if, if they have to, if they, you know, if it's 26 days and that's what they have to do to stay on the show, to stay on the air, I should say, then, then great. But if they, I would always be in favor of going back to 39 days. I yeah. just feel like it's one of those. And just to hear the words when Jeff would be like 39 days, one survive, you know, like I just am like, you know, I'm an old school guy. So and I feel like even though, and I can't attest to this, probably Abraham can, but I'm like, I just don't know if you can ever simulate being hungry for 39. I played 30, 30 days and 39 days. So I felt like on day 30, I was just getting going. And you're still kind of like, I just don't know if they can simulate being tired and only sleeping for two hours a night for 39 days. I just, you know, it, it, can they do that in 26 days? Can they make, they can get you hungry and probably hungrier. But I don't know if they can get you where you're me mentally like you're going 20. You know how it is. 24 yeah. hours a day. You're trying to figure out who's doing what, who's saying what, what are they doing? What am I doing? So 
to have that on your brain for two more weeks is just more. I just feel like it's not, so it's not the same um, in that way. So I, I'm a favorite. The twist, I don't mind a few of them. I don't know if they need to do all of these different things. Yeah. I don't like it where they have to remind me on the screen of who's got a fake idol, who's got an idol, who's got an advantage, who's doing this. Because I forgot that Carolyn even has a freaking idol now. Like I'm like, oh, oh God, that's right. She does. Because yeah. when you when there's too many things going in a season, I don't want someone that I don't need CBS or you know to list like what, what's actually going on. We need spreadsheets for all of this. Right. That's and what I'm we always need. kind of like. I I mean I've watched the show forever, so I have a pretty good idea to keep track of it a little bit. But you know, if I ask my family, like my dad, he'll go, "I, I can't, I can't, I can't keep track. I don't know what's going on. I can't figure it out." And it it to me, it's like if you're going to take a chance in losing people because they're just they're too confused, it's like. People like Basic Survivor. I've always said, listen, you do a season back to the basics, like the first Survivor you ever did. Just do not have any just old, just yeah. not even an idol to play. Just if you're a good player, because now I feel like if you're a really good player, whatever that means, you know, in in all in all the aspects, challenges, you're you're good strategist, you're good at making alliances, you're just good at it survivor in whole, you know, outwit, outplay, outlast. Now it's like you can be fantastic all that, but like you could just get out of this bad luck and you're out. Like, so to me, like if you're a good player or if you win, it's like 50, 60, 70% luck almost. Like you got lucky yeah. that like somebody didn't do something. Like, I mean, you, you smashed know, I, an hourglass but, at the right time. Yeah, just exactly. <laughs> like, that's just like, really? Like we just played this whole thing and then you're just going to tell me that it doesn't count. Like, I don't know. And I, certain things, and that's a great question. How was alliances back in your day? Because we see that alliances do not have the same value as back when you were playing old school Survivor. Well, alliances were a big deal. Like, I just feel like, you know, that was like, honestly, when I hit the beach and I finally was like, oh, my God, you know, it took me 11 years to get on the show. I mean, I did a video every two, you know, two a year. Did you finally, have to, did you have to uh, send in a VHS tape like Abraham yes, here? Did? Yes, yes. VHS, oh, okay. Full on, like make the, you know, we, this before like iPhone, they didn't make record it. You know, you had to get a recorder out and record it and stick in VHS and send the VHS in and keep your fingers crossed. You didn't even know what was, you know, it's like, so I made tons of them. I mean, honestly, yeah. From this, I saw, I watched the first season. I'm like, oh my God. I mean, even said this in my final tribe, like whatever this is, I, I need to be a part of <laughs> These people are eating rats and scrapping. I see like they're, opening video and they're swim like what is this like so i from that point on i tried and i was always like back then they'd say like a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand people would send in videos right and then they would cut it down to the semi-finalists and go to each major city and see like 20 people in dallas 20 in miami 20 in new york 20 you know like in the major cities and you'd be a semi-finalist they'd send you a letter i still have all my letters i, I was a semi-finalist like four times I was oh a finalist gosh. twice. I am. I was a finalist for Guatemala, so I was going to play in season eleven. So what? I thought, God, if I would have made season eleven, I might have been. I would have been the Boston Robin for four times. I maybe played four times. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh! See, that's yeah. the inside on this show that we love to get. But I didn't mean to interrupt you there answering Abe's question about like how alliances have changed throughout well, the years. I mean, they, they now it is. It does feel like you're in an alliance, but it's like it. You can you get you feel like you're 
you're not really in one. Like it's like it, it's in a, in a sense like if we made a five person alliance back then, it was like we're smart enough to go even in game changers. You know, I made an alliance of six at the merge, and we're like, this is this is good because like, and in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm an if I'm in the sixth position, even I at least get to six instead of twelve. So anything can change in the six. So like, I could get to four, like boom, and then you're at four, one win in a challenge, you're in the finals. Like so, in right. my mind, it's like that's that was my thinking. Like, especially the second time around, I was thinking. I want, I really, I, I want to win. I have to win. This is what I've been do, trying to do forever. It's all I've been thinking about win survivor since the day I watched, started watching it. It's like, but the only way to get there and to win is you have to get to the 39th day. You can't go to day 38 and you're not going to win. If you get to day 38, sorry, you might get a good edit. You might get a whatever, but I want to win. So I mean, kept, my mentality was like, get to the 39th day. You know, I, so agree. I, I agree completely. I was just going to say I played an online game, Troyzan, where that was my mentality. We had a six and much like in Game Changers, when you guys had a six and Jeff was asking about that, you mentioned, look, we just play until the final six. And if you're smart enough to get to the final six, then you you should be good to go from there and battle it out. And that's how I tried playing my season where uh, of this online game where it's like, look, we have a six here. Let's not turn on each other. Let's get to the final six. That guarantees you a final six. And then yeah. we can duel it out once we get to that point. I think nowadays, I, I honestly think like the, the younger you are too, that you've been watching Survivor for so long and it's, it's way more this 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 game bot strategy strategy yes. thing where it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to act like him. And, and it's just like whoever, that you're really playing your own game all the time. You, I mean- there were moments out there. I was always playing my own game, but there were a lot of times where I'm like, I'm really in this alliance. Did I ever trust anybody a hundred percent? No. And you shouldn't, but you have to go on percentages. Like I trust Jonas 75% and I ch trust Kim 20. So who am I going to, so I have to weigh out like what percentage is, is bigger and I'm going to stick and I'm, and I'm, and I'm kind of going to always check, to see who those people are talking to in my alliance. It's like, and it really, the alliances, they never went outside too much. We're like, I didn't have to constantly check and check myself. Like, is he still in my alliance? I mean, do you really know? No, but like nowadays it's like, it's almost like, it's, I feel like it's a free for you see the free for all. Like everybody's going to do it. I mean, you, I don't know. It probably happened on your season, Abe, with like just kind of a free for all all the time. Like what's really happening here? I have no idea when I go to tribal, am I really, is this, am I really in my alliance? Are they with me or not? Like, I mean. We were too busy trying to figure out what, what was a new version of Survivor and trying to work yourself into it and how should I play the game? It's, it's, it's so, it was so fast and brand new. But I got to ask you, y'all had, you were part of one of the most epic tribal councils <laughs> where the person that went home had nothing to do with that tribal council. Right. And how did it all kick off? Was that the was that the plan going into tribal council that night? Because I want let me. No, well, you you want to say something, Randy? Before I was I just gonna say, let me pull this up for everyone because we saved this titles. clip here. So hold on, we won't play all of it, but let me just show everyone what we're talking about yeah. here. Troy Zan, this has to bring back some memories. Oh, I, I love it. <laughs> 
I waited for the last minute too. I have another one. A red one. <laughs> Did is this when it hit? I, shoot, I need to play it, or was it after the legacy? No, it wasn't yet. It was. These I'm like. I didn't know if they were both real. I knew one was probably real. Poor Aubrey. When he said they're real, like, oh, I'm like, oh shit, okay. And then I'm like, oh Jesus, here we go. Secret advantage, which is a legacy advantage. You can see it on your face. You're literally like, what is going on here? All right. This is the I kind of had an idea, but not really. So I was like, that was extra kind of wall. Jeff. And he makes the move here. <laughs> oh my God. I'm gonna get on the muni train and give you that because I just. How like long had you had that it. idol as well? Right. You had that oh, since I, I had. I, well, I found it early in the game when the I was hidden immunity first switched. idol. Any votes cast for Troyzan will not count. I got that when we went when I went so, we switched it to the three tribes. Mmm, that's right. Aubrey, Sarah, Troyzan will not count you could not vote for cole pepper he had immunity which means serene it uh, I, didn't know, I didn't know what, i didn't have no idea what was going to happen here only person who can i was even surprised those. was serene your alliance no but i had spoken to serene that day or the day before with aubrey because sarah was kind of being a rogue doing her own thing i'm like god i just don't know how she keeps telling me i can trust her but i just don't and so I walked up to Sari and Aubrey at the well. This is, they didn't show it. And I'm like, are you guys, is Sarah doing, and they go, she's doing the same thing. I said, listen, we have got to get together. Like if I can get Ty to agree to something, Aubrey, will, will you do this? Because Brad will, is with me. So, and she's like, yeah. And I was kind of like, do I say this? Not? And I, so I'm like, there was a chance that it could have been. I talked to Ty and Ty was just so like, Ty never knows exactly what he wants to really do. And I'm like, if you're not, if you don't know what you want to do at this point, I, I don't know what to do. Cause I, I'm like, Ty, we can, you know, you and I, I didn't know he had, you know, at the island at the time, but I had thought he might, there was rumor. And I'm like, well, I have one. He's got one. Like, you know, we can do something. And I'm, you know, I was still with Brad, but Brad was winning so much. I'm like, I don't know if I can beat him now. It's like, Jesus. And then Sarah was doing her own thing. But Ty did not make up his mind, and that's why I, I turned back to Aubrey. I'm like, Ty's not giving me anything. I just can't take the chance with Ty uh, to to do something with you know you and you know and, and Sari. So I said, you know, Brad's never, you know, he's never done anything against me not one not one time. And Sarah really has only voted her own way, but she's never she's always been with me since the second she talked to me at Tavua on my first tribe. So I'm like, I, I, it's one of those where like, how am I getting to day 39? I, I don't know. Like, yeah, well, Brad, if, if Brad would have lost an immunity in there somewhere, I probably would have been switched and it would have been better for me. But uh, it's like one of those should have, could have, like, you don't, you know, it's one what's going to happen. But yeah, I mean, I didn't honestly know all five were going to be, I didn't know that that was going to happen. So, and I didn't <laughs> even know when, when he said, Serene, that you're the only one I can't vote. And I was just as shocked because I'm like thinking, like, what can happen here? So, uh, you know, I was like, because her I name, mean, no one voted for her either. That was no. the tough part. And I purposely played it last. I wanted to get a big, big reaction from the jury because I wanted that to be like, listen, I'm playing this game, you know, I'm, and I wanted it. And it was a big reaction. So I thought, okay, that's positive. 
Because honestly, every time we'd walk into tribal, the jury would flip off Sarah and they'd look at Brad like, you're a fucking asshole. So I'm like going, this is great. If I get to the end, they hate it. They hate those people. Like maybe this is a season where they, you know, just don't like somebody. They don't care how they play. They just dislike and they want a person that they actually can say 10 years later, I like that guy. He, you know, he deserved to win. So I kept thinking, okay, it looks good. But you know, granted, I didn't, didn't know what they were really thinking. But um, yeah, so, I, I, I just, and it, when, when I went, Jeff, it was a long time. It was like, it wasn't quick like that. I waited like a good 30, 40 seconds where he's like, <laughs> okay. And then I kind of went, Jeff. And he's like, and then the, everyone was like, what in the hell? Are you serious? That's really going to happen? Would you, I, I didn't remember, would you have gone home if you didn't play the idol? Because well, I'm trying to remember where the votes went. I know Sarah got three votes. So I didn't no have one any played vote. anything. I didn't have any votes with me. So it would have been, they, I think they would have done a re-vote for, it would have been, well, but at the at that time when there were ties, there was some new rule where there was not a re-vote. Was it rocks? It, it was go to rocks right away, I think. Remember, they changed it on game changes where it's like, we don't want this going back and forth you know, where it's a tie and, that, you know, if you tie, you go to rock. So there's that issue. So don't, like, if you really want to tie and you want to roll the dice. So I'm thinking that we could have probably Serena and myself go to rocks. Now, if it would have gone to a vote, they would have voted three out. Now mm. let's, let's, let's compare new survivor versus old survivor where we got, we got um, Danny. He plays and saves somebody. He uses his immunity idol to save someone just to turn back around and vote them out. Would you have ever seen that in old Survivor? Um, God, I don't think so. I just, you know, yeah, yeah like, because to, to, now it's just, it's, it's almost like each week it's just, it, the last week doesn't matter. I mean, I, it, I know that, I know this though, when, and I, I saw it coming you're never repaid for your good deeds. So, oh. you know, the fact that Franny took the, that doesn't, it never has mattered. Not in the games I've played anyway. Mm. Anything that I did, if I won a reward for some, for the, my team, you know, was I, I like the last guy to, to, you know, break something or hit a target and I, and the team won. They didn't care if I like, they weren't going to reward me for something or if I took them on a reward or if I build them fire every night or if I brought them fish that you never get repaid in Survivor for your good deeds. People love you for it that day, but the next day, everyone's selfish. Everyone's playing for a million dollars, so they it's like they don't don't really care. I know the audience is always like you know, the TV audience, <laughs> like God, these people are like you know ruthless. They don't ruthless. care that the the family member. I mean, like you know, it's just one of those where like you just you're never repaid for for, for that. At least that's old school mentality. The new one is even more. I feel like they're they're just playing a game. Mm -hmm. When I played, and I think a lot of old schoolers, it's like we were playing a game, but we were also like, this is more than a game. This yeah. is really a lot of our lives. With you know, eighty five percent of the time, we're talking about something in our real life. You know, you're talking about your family or what you did growing up or your dog or something. You know, and you're shedding tears and you're being a real person and having real conversations. So whenever people said, oh, it's just a game, I'm like, it's not just a game. If it was just a game, I even said this to the jury. I said, if it was just a game, like we're playing Monopoly, then why, you're, why would you be, get so mad if you got voted out? It's like you'd, you'd be over there laughing. Everyone's all pissed off. Like, at least the game changers, like they were like mad, like, and they were angry. I'm like, 
if it was just a game, you wouldn't be that angry. So it's more than a game to you, just like me. It's always been more than just a game. That's, that's one of my problems with Survivor nowadays in this new era is everybody is so standing ovation. Um, it, it, you know, I hate to say, why are we being so nice to everyone? But you get voted out and you have everyone smiling and clapping and yeah. stuff like that. I'm like, why are we happy? I For someone like me, I have not had the honor to go out and play and I would love to, and I'll continue to apply. But if I get out there, I've waited for so long. I've already applied seven times to be on the show. Right. Um, so if I get out there, I've waited so long for this opportunity. If I get voted out of the game, I don't want to hear you clapping for me. And, oh my God, you did such a good job. No, I'm going to be pissed. I was, and the, I, same. We need more I was the exact same. I'm like, you just took my million dollars. Why should I be? Oh, great job, guys. Everything's great. I love you. Hey, I, I, no. turned it, I turned to the, to the jury like F you. And then when I came back as a juror, I was like, people, actually, <laughs> Kim and Chelsea told production, Troy said, I think he's going to do something physical. He's, he's made, he's, it looks dangerous. I'm like, because I, I, I walked in and I just went like this. <laughs> I ne never blinked, never did nothing the entire time. I'm like, you, I might be out of the game, but I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna f with you people. Because <laughs> like, I'm like, I, I, I always was like, if you beat me, so why should I get mad? Like, or, or I even like I had, you know, when I did the infamous, you know, this is my island. Don't f, don't f with me. This is my game. You can't <laughs> Love beat me. It. You know, I, I, and they came back and they're like, you, you know, Troy, you gotta settle down a little bit. You, you know, you can't act like that. I'm like, you can't tell me how to act like. I'm not that kind of a competitive guy. If you are against me and all of you are against me, and you know, secretly or not, I like, I'm going to yell and scream when I win or do something. It's just in my nature. And if I lose, if I lost in a football, I played football, I played competitive sports. So like, if I lost, I was genuinely pissed. Would I shake your hand? Yeah. But would I be like, I'll give you a big hug and sing and kumbaya? No. You're not going to slap someone no. on the ass if you no just. No way. <laughs> I'm kind of like, uh, like uh, who, who's, the, who's the guy? Uh, like Danny, right? When he lost, <laughs> yeah. he's like, don't get, don't even get near me. I just lost. Like, F, I, don't, I don't need to talk about this right now. I'm not going to be interviewed or nothing. I'm kind of the same way. Like, I'm like, you know what? I just lost and it's a big game and it's a big deal. So I'm like, I, I, I'm not all into this kumbaya stuff. I mean, I know I'm looping, uh, looping kind of last week's episode into this question as well. But, you know, I, I find it interesting that you said you're a lot like Danny in a way. And last week we did see Danny when they were negotiating for rice, basically say, what are we doing, people? We're out here for 26 days. We can survive without food. Let's just all go out there and compete. Do you share the same thought process there with Danny is like, look, we can 26 days is really not that long of a time. Why do we need to be negotiating for us? I, you know, I was always like going to play. I was never going to step off of a challenge for food. I was never like, I was always like, I was the same as him. I'm like, dude, we are here. You, you're only here 39 days. You can sweat it out. Like if we don't, if we don't eat for three days, you just keep reminding yourself why you're playing. You know, you count your money when you're home and you think about the two days you didn't eat rice. So big deal. Like I was always like, I'm not stepping off for, for anything. I don't care if I'm hungry. I, I mean, people were complaining all the time. They were complaining like if we had to go to Ponderosa, you know, I mean, now that people know like we, we don't walk to Ponderosa and all that. I mean, Jeff is basically, he does this podcast where he inside stuff for like 
Mm-hmm. We take a boat to we take a boat to the challenges. We you know we we used to take vans mm-hmm. or whatever, but or on lockdown. But it's like and people would complain. Oh God, we got to do this. We got to sit in the tents and we. And I'm going, I'm on freaking Survivor. Like I'm playing Survivor, mm-hmm. it, even though it's bad. And you know there are moments where you're like, oh God, uh, you know this is boring because I'm not getting filmed. I'm just sitting here, and it's part of production where you just sit, you do nothing. But I'm still. It was always like this is still part of the game people mm-hmm. are and they do stuff i think purposely production wise to make you bored or to make you frustrated outside of the game so that you are always on this edge and you know they get good confessionals because you've been sitting in a tent you know before the challenge then you did the challenge and you're sitting in it again it's like you know and i was always like i don't care if i don't sleep all night long. I don't care if it pours rain and I from freezing. I'm always telling myself I'm playing on Survivor and it's been my dream. So it's not everybody's dream like that. But I think Danny is the kind of guy who's like, you know, I agree. Like, dude, we, we don't need right. I mean, I remember the first day in my first season, we they we caught a chicken and then we were negotiating for chicken. I'm thinking, I mean, no chickens day one. We're not even hungry yet. Like, I don't care about your chicken. Go do whatever you want. What are they going to negotiate? Nothing. We have a fire and you don't. Well, guess what? I mean, I should have been, there were moments where I should have been more ruthless where it's like, if the girls didn't have a fire and they're freezing and you're sitting and watching just freak, like hands are just like been in, in water for like 48 hours. I should have just be like, just let let them suffer, let them quit. If, I, if four or five quit, it's just better for me. Now I, that I have that mentality now. Like, you want to quit? I'd be like, yeah, you're not looking very good, bro. You're just like our girl. Like, you, uh, why don't you just check out? Sierra, Sierra Don Thomas was like that on Game Changers. She was to the point. She goes, I'm done. She goes, I, I'm not eating. She goes, I haven't, you know, pooped in thirty something days. I go, what? And I'm like, yeah, you might want to, you know, I think, and I looked at Brian, the game. And I'm kind of like, she's, che- she's checking out. If she's checking out, that's one of our lights. Like, but let her check out. Like, I mean, like they don't make it, they don't show that, but it was in the, and it wasn't even happened in my first season. Cat screwed up her foot foot and she was screaming and yelling at night. And I was like, let her scream, let her quit. And then it was the same with Chelsea. She wanted to quit because it was raining. And then Sabrina had a stomach problem that Tarzan, he, cause he's a doctor had to go help. She, Cause she couldn't go to the bathroom and she was like writhing around like Colton was with stomach pains. And I'm like, I should have just said to all those, yeah, let them quit. <laughs> yeah, this is one, one more step for me. <laughs> that's that old school survivor right there. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's old school. Like there's no kumbaya. It's like, I mean, if you're the enemy, you kind of stay the enemy. And that's another mistake. Like you really, if you go out Randy and play, you've almost got to play better with your enemies than you do your alliance persons you you know as hard as it is because in your real life if you don't like somebody and someone's your enemy you don't have to talk to me you don't even have to you don't have to, so you can be like where high and by out there there's a moment where like maybe i need this person the most and i haven't been talking at all to them you know it's like and they're you know we've been enemies the whole time you know so it's like one of those like always keep your enemies at least <laughs> having a conversation or at least the idea of like, listen, I know where you're at and I know where, and you know where I'm at. We're both kind of like the Bob, but we don't like each other, but guess what? It doesn't matter. We need each other. You, 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 you want to win this game or not? Like you tell me, you're, tell me how you're going to win. You're not going to win with those three or whatever. So it's one of those, like, you know, I, I have a difficult time. If I don't like somebody, 
I mean, and if I don't ethically like what they're doing, like Colton, ethically and Alicia were just pieces of crap, like as far as like to, to the people that they were. I mean, they were doing like this to, to Christina, the Asian girl. Oh, my gosh. Like, and, and Colton was like, a, well, you saw Colton when he was yeah. with Bill. Like, he's like, do you, well, like you, do you have any, you know, African-American? He said, black people in your life. He goes, well, yeah, of course. The three guys that mow our lawn. I was like. I was like, I just saw that moment again the other I'm like, day. What yeah. kind? Of, what kind? Of, like, and so, and Colton acts like he's not that, but I'm like, but I was, he was in my alliance, kind of. So it's like one of those where it's like, oh God, here's a person that I would just not be around ever in my life and have nothing and zero in common. And the way he's talking is just brutal. And I know it's going to come out bad on TV, but he's in my alliance. So it's kind of like you got to play with one of those people that you just don't like. And it's so that's survivor. Your real life, you just be like, don't need, you know, I'm out. I will say this right here. We we did get the <laughs> building time. Now we got there, uh, pandemic time. So we saw each other. What was the preparation once you arrived that you look at now? He's like, you know what? That was a good part of my game because nobody sees us when we first gets there. You mean like, what was your question? When we do a pregame, right? What were you doing pregame? You mean pregame before game changers? Yeah, because yeah, I didn't do a pregame before my first. As like you know, I can't. You mean you you pregame at pre your first season? You're basically at Ponderosa, just scoping out what is someone doing and oh, trying to overlisting any conversation. You know, so you have a general idea of what you think a person is but you don't ever hear a voice or nothing. And so that's, you know, it's just bizarre when you first hear their voice. I remember Jay, Jay was this big athletic, you know, he looked like a football player slash model. And I'm thinking this guy, yeah, he's all, we had a lot of big guys that season. And when first he spoke, he's like, have Jay, how you doing? And like, he's <laughs> super high voice. I'm like, Oh my God, I know this guy. What? I just said, it was shocking. Like it was shocking to hear people talk the first time. But it's funny how I had the perception of everybody just by looking at them and that watching them walk or watching them eat or what they would write or what they, you know, what they do, you know, we at a, at a table, we could see them. But, you know, the second time around, you get, phone, you know, everyone, you, as you know, all survivors, we all know each other. Or if we don't, we can get a phone number like that if we want. So the second you start hearing names and game changers, and I had been called before for season for second season. chance well no for fans versus favors with Kyle. Oh, yeah. i was called like i came home in september for my first season they called me in october and said you want to play again i'm like oh my god i was like, <laughs> I was like yes but like now and they're like no not until like so i was called for that i didn't make that one but i had an i had an idea of like um you know people would would call cochran called me out of the blue and i thought like Okay, what's he calling me for? No one really says anything. Like, they don't like we're making an alliance right now, and this is what we're gonna do. And here's the plan. It's more like people will call and like, "How you doing? How you doing?" Uh, I'm just jealous you have Cochran's number. He's my favorite player of all time. That's why I got literally uh, his card back here. So oh, I'm okay. just jealous on that aspect. Yes, but you know, people. So in second chances, it was the same. Like, and then blood versus water. I was up with my brother. I I was a week out from playing. Blood versus water with my brother. Wow. And um, so, but people just start calling you that, that you, that either you go out to LA and you go through that process again of like, you know, you got to see the doctor and you've got to 
go through the interview process and all that. So you see other survivors. And on Game Changers, I saw Tony and I saw Sari and I saw, I mean, I saw a lot of people. So like little by little, I saw Andrea. So little by little, if you've met them, like at the charity events you meet a lot or somewhere, you'll get a phone call. Either you'll call them or I, I kind of wait around for someone to call me. And if they call like, yeah, how you doing? Like, how are you doing? And you're only keeping your card closed because you're, you're playing the game. I mean, it, that's to me, I feel like any second chance or all-star or whatever, that's, this is now part of the game. I didn't really totally realize that until I went out and played again. But I'm like, because they always tell you, you, you know, don't talk to somebody. And, you know, this is hush, hush. And I'm like, how do you, you can't hush, hush survivors. I mean, we're going to talk. I mean, it's what it is. But as far as I was doing, I really wasn't doing any like major strategy. It's more like, like, Hey bro, I like you. I think you're cool. I'll, I'll see, you know, if you're out there, I'll see it. Cause you don't know if you're going to be on the same tribe. You don't know what's mm. going to, it's just more talk of like, you know, who else you think is out there. And then you kind of say like, Oh, Sari, yeah, she could be dangerous. So like, but you don't say it too much. Cause I don't know if they've talked to Sari. you know, I I'm, I'm on the phone and I'm like, I don't know who they've spoken to. I don't know who they're close to. So I'm just saying, Hey, I like you. I'm good. Everything's fine. I, you know, like I just making conversation. And the thing is too, what I've learned is like, you can have 10 conversations with the same person and talk about how close you're going to be. That all changes on the island. Mm-hmm. It all changes with a million dollars in stake. You could be the best friends. I mean, I, I thought it was like to the point so close with Brad that I thought, He's not even, he doesn't really even want to win. Like, there was a point where he's like, you need to give me your idol. Hold on. I got, I got. I love that you have the survivor music. Abraham does too. And I'm like, I'm slacking here. Someone's trying to to call me and I'm like, I'm I'm using this light. So, um, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I'm just saying like, you know, even he was like saying like, I, you know, I, he knew I had an idol and it's like, you, you know, you might have to give that to me. And in my mind, I'm like, that's my idol. You can't, you're not going to tell me what I'm going to do or not do. And like, you're supposed to be like this close to me. And I, I thought I was going to be super close with Sierra Don Thomas and she turned her back. So it's like what you think outside the game and people can say how much they like you or that, how much they're going to play with you. Even Sierra Don Thomas said, it's like Troy Zen is my number one guy to like, the interviewers before the game started like he's my ride or die that didn't happen so like what happened like it just things change like you hang out with other people for 10 days longer and it's like we didn't start on the same tribe and so it's like you can have you know these pre-game things going it's always good to talk to somebody because when you first start if i've spoken to three people and they're on my tribe then i know i'm pretty probably pretty safe for at least the the first couple of days if i spoken to nobody and and i'm and like and i'm not in this in a good spot i mean i had already known sandra i had known varner i had spoken with um i'm I'm thinking my first tribe so i knew sandra varner and um one other person so i'm thinking i I feel pretty i feel fairly good i know they're not going to vote me out you know i'd never spoken to tony i'd never spoken to caleb like Okay, those you know, and Sierra Easton. So I, I was like, you know, at least I feel safe for the first 
three or four days. And that's kind of what I did. It's like, am I safe for these three days? Am I going to get switched? Do I know anybody on this tribe now? Have I spoken to anybody? Have I met him at a, an event? My second tribe, I knew Andrea from, from uh, a charity event. I had I spoken with Ty and I knew um, Sarah and I'd spoken to Sarah before. So I'm like, okay, I feel okay, but I still, you know, I'm at the bottom, but at least it, it, does it ease your brain a little bit? Yeah. But it's not full. It's not like guaranteed. All we spoke on the phone were solid. Well, let me ask you a question. All the epic names you just called out for your different seasons of Survivor, Game Changer, Blood versus Water. Yeah. What do you think about 41, 42, 43, 44? It's another like, I'm like, we always <laughs> just so, we, see, here's the deal. I always, and I feel like the TV audience always connected to a name for one, you know, whether it was like Survivor China. You yeah. just knew it automatically, China, and you kind of connect yourself with the, like the people, you know, Survivor Borneo, first one, whatever, you know, Survivor Gabon. Like I just, it Australia, had a name, yeah. and it was a theme, and it, people connected to that. And it also took, I mean, I know they probably like, well, we've been in Fiji so long, we're running out of names, but <laughs> I still feel like, Come up with a theme. You can come up with a theme. I know you can because it's like, and people connect to that, just like the connect to the initial theme song with the initial. Yes, theme, it, know, it, we, we need that. 90, I, it's yeah. 75 seconds of the, the song, which to me is like, watch if you watch any television show, the theme song, people know. They yes. sing it. That's what they're connected to, like Friends or Seinfeld or any show. Amazing. They, they play the music. That song comes up. Ancient Voices, Survivor. Boom. My name, my name and my face. You know who I am every week. You see my face. That's how I connected uh, in the beginning. I'm like, there's Richard Hazard's face. Richard. I'm like, oh, and I know who that person was. And every season, I could connect before I even started watching, like, Oh, there's a there's Abrams picture. He's swimming, and there's Abrams' name. I know who he is now. I I feel like I know him. So if I feel like I know him, I'm gonna watch him more, and I'm more in tune with him. I'm more engaged in the show. So I'm like CBS Survivor, get your shit together and oh, put we, the thing back. I bring back the theme song. It's only seventy seconds. Cut out the yes the coming back from tribal and whatever you think that you need to show for seventy seconds and connect the audience back to the show, which got it going. That, that, that's what made me, when I first flipped on the TV in 2000, I heard the theme song and, and I, I instantly was like, what? So if it did it to me, like it's gotta be doing it to like other people. I just don't feel like they're losing that much with, by putting back the theme song. And that's something where it's like, you know, you know how it is, Abram. It's like, it's one of these, like you finally made it on Survivor. To see your name with the theme song. I mean, I know they do it and they put it online. Like you can but see it, it wasn't, on YouTube. It wasn't like it wasn't. So when we got there on the mats and you do that very, you get ready and they say, hey, you're on Survivor. The next thing we were waiting for was, okay, what's the name? What's our name for this season? Yeah. So we had no idea that they weren't going to use names anymore because we wanted one of the cool names. It yeah. was like going to identify our season. So it was. Yeah, I'm hundred percent in agreement with that. There are little tweaks that they could make now. Um, I know so they could have been Survivor 41. We're back. Well, I mean, <laughs> talking about the theme, I know this might be random that I changed the backdrop, but 
Troy's saying you were giving us so much like insight to the game, and I love hearing this. So we have a theme. Uh, it's one of the shows we do. It's called After the Game, okay. where we have a past Survivor castaway come on and basically recap their time on the show and then what they think about the new era. It's more of like a behind the scenes, let's talk Survivor in general. I just want to say that's why I changed it, because I'm like, this is kind of an After the Game episode. Oh. I'm like, oh. this is like all the insight and stuff is just it's incredible to hear. And I couldn't agree more. I keep saying that my fear for seasons 41 and 44, and if you continue with 45, 46, et cetera, et cetera, it doesn't matter how great that cast is. It is all going to get looped in the one where 10, 20 years down the line, when you're like, Hey, let's look back at these seasons that we loved. You're not going to remember that Carolyn was on season. You know, she's such you're, a big personality. I've said, this, it, I've said that same thing. I've it's said all going to loop together. It's yeah, going to be the I, 40s. Well, for me, it is, it's looped together now. Like 41, 42, 43, 44 are all, I don't, I can't separate cer certain people to the season. I oh, could if damages. it was a name, if it was, yeah. a, if it was a theme, and whatever they want to call it. I mean, come on. They, I know they can come up with a name. I mean, it's like, it's like well, you can reuse stuff too. Like what was what is known as one of the best seasons of all time? Survivor Heroes versus Villains. Right. And when you look back on that, you remember that. Survivor Game Changers. You remember that because of the, you know, you talk about the theme, you remember that season. If it was Survivor 34, 35, 36, 37, you're not going to look back and remember that. It's yeah. going to be an issue where I meet you Troy Zan in real life. And it's like, oh, shoot, you played Survivor a couple times. Ah, oh, what season were you on? Right, because like, they all loop together. Right. I'm, you're right. If I said to you, like, you know, I played on One World, what number season was it? Most people can't, won't know the number. I, I don't know the number. And I, right. I consider that's myself what, so a Survivor. So, so I would say this to Jeff himself. I want to have a meeting with him. Like, Jeff, listen, I played. Like, let's get, let's get 10 of us in there. Like yes. we played, we, we have a general idea. We know everything. We don't know how production exactly works. I have to give credit to survivor. Someone must know what they're doing somewhat because it's still on the air. So as much as I complain about certain things, some things, maybe I don't know how television works and an audience where they, maybe they pull people on certain things. We're like, is this going to work? I mean, I listened to Jeff's like new podcast where he's like, well, we try things and we know we screw up. Like, yeah, no shit. Like, some of that stuff is like, what, do we? What was the boogie thing this week? Boogie, full tilt boogie, full tilt boogie. Yeah, well, that's I, I know what that is because I'm basically Jeff's age. So, like, that's all. That's they go. That's well, Troy said when you were in the seventies. When you were on the show, did you ever experience full tilt boogie? No, full we never had full. tilt. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we did say. I mean, Jeff is funny because like. Just a lot more harsh at, at at tribal than people realize. He'll he'll cuss us out like if he's if we're not given a good tribal counselor or just a standard vanilla answer, he'll look at us and like he'll go, "Listen, what the fuck kind of fucking he's like you, if you don't start answering my goddamn question?" He goes, "I'll sit here all effing night for three hours." You he's like, "You can't just say, oh Jeff, well we're here to outwit, outplay, outlast." He goes, "No shit, the whole fucking audience knows that." I'm like, we're like, whoa, that's Jeff Probst. Like, okay. I mean, I have to, I have to <laughs> ask this survivor question. that no one's ever going to see. I'll be the person who asked this question. Do we believe that Jeff and you, and you've mentioned how you've listened to his, his podcast. Do we believe that Jeff is 
connected to the fans at all because i mean like he said he has said on his podcast look you know we hear you we're listening to you we're just trying stuff out but i've got fans here in the chat the theme song gets audience hyped agreed the theme song season themes etc need to come back um and stuff like that we've got um literally fans screaming for this stuff to come back you know not only that you can look at stuff like the auction please bring the auction back right do the food challenges and do we believe that Jeff and CBS production are actually connected to the audience and what we're looking for, what we want? We want more of a, a classic feel or are they just going to do what they're going to do at this point? And you're either going to like it or you're not. I think Charles, let me answer that first. Cause I want you to, I want you to get the old school perspective. I will say yes. Coming from 41 experiencing 41 and looking at 44, they are listening. I think what fans don't really realize you just can't do everything. And that's, that's the biggest thing. But I do like the fact that they've grown from 41 to 44. But like Troyzan says, why? Oh, he said, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Why oh, can't you do everything? 39 days. I understand when the pandemic was happening and there are certain rules in Fiji. I get that. We're past that now. Why can't you go back to the 39 days and bring all that stuff back? There's no reason not to do the food challenge. There's no reason not to do the auction. Plenty of people... Plenty of people know how to fix the auction. You just got to say, look, there's no advantages in play. This is for food. That's all you need to do. Stuff like that. Family visits. He talked about family visits this week on the show. And he's like, well, yeah, I love the family visits. Being a father, it might come back. And we would like to get it back if possible. Now, obviously, I don't know the behind the scenes. I don't know what CBS is telling Jeff. Look, we can't do that. Maybe they don't want to pay for the families to be flown out there. I don't know all of that stuff. But I'm just saying... Why is it being looked at as, yeah, the family visits might come back if we can get yeah. back to it. Why I, can't I, you get back to it? I, I honestly think that when Jeff does his podcast, he acts like he's telling the whole truth, but he's not <laughs> telling the whole truth. So no. otherwise he'd be like, it's all about money, everybody. Because it, it, if you just think of common sense, you know, you're cutting out how many days of survivor from 26 to th 14 oh. days, whatever. I can't 12. do the math. Say you say it's 14 days. Yeah. 14 days times 300 and something people on a production thing, plus, you know, flying family. That, that's your, I mean, the amount of money, I can't tell you what it is. It's a, it's, it's a good chunk of millions. I, of I heard 20 mil, I think, to put on one season is the number that I heard. Right. So I'm just saying, like, you know, but to me, if you're a business person and this is a business and it's kind of like, that's why CBS has it on the air, it makes money. Otherwise, if it didn't, it wouldn't be on the air. The bottom line is, if your show makes money, we love you. If you don't, you're out. So it's not we, – we, we, they could love it to death, but you know, if it's not making money. So it's one of those where it's like you have to spend money to make – to be popular, though. So, like, spend the money again to put your show – you know, to keep it up here or maybe even make it better than it was. You know, it's like – you know, if if I'm in a bit like if I'm in the NFL, if I'm the commission, I'm I'm gonna do things. I I'm gonna say like we need to spend the money. It's gonna cost us a lot to advertise, and it's gonna cost us a lot to be on air for the entire draft and do all this stuff. It's like we're spending a crap load of money, but they're making the money. But so like if you don't spend the money, Survivor, and you're just being to be cheap and go 26 days. And you're gonna do these and try to do these little goofy changes. That ain't gonna work. Eventually, he's gonna you're gonna break it. I mean, it's like you don't need to do that. You can you can spend the money, and you'll get your money back. Like you're not gonna lose your money. 
It's like, I just feel like, you know, people know, like, I let's, just, let's, hey man, let's talk about, what about the reunion show? How was, how uh, was that to your seasons, that reunion show? The reunion shows, I mean, we're all, that was like a big deal. It was like huge looking forward. I mean, we were all like, you know, cause you know, you play, then you wait all of a sudden and you watched it. So you, you know, you watch stuff that you, that you didn't know it was happening for one. So you could go back like, I didn't know you really hated me or I didn't know you said that about me, <laughs> but it's like a big deal. Cause I feel like it took us a lot to get on survive. At least me, it, it was 11 years of trying and casting out, you know, tape after tape and just, watching every year someone take my spot and I finally made it. I'm like, I deserve to have people look at me and the reunion and my family and they're proud of me. My whole family sitting in the audience. I mean, that's a big deal. I get emotional now. Just like my mom and mm -hmm. dad and brothers are watching me do something that I've been dying to do. And it's, and the reunion show is a big, it's a, it's a, it's a big deal. And it's live audience. And you're like, Oh my God, everyone, and everyone walks up to you and they love you. And you're like, this is great. Like, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it was weird for me because I was always known as Troy. I wasn't Troy Zan until I got on the show and I was only Troy Zan to a buddy of mine who was joking <laughs> around like one day, like a photographer, because I'm going to call you Troy Zan because you got monkeys and you got the long hair. And I was like, whatever. And Survivor asks you on your, to fill out your sheet, you know, like, do you have a nickname? I'm like, I don't really have a nickname, but then my one buddy calls me Troy Zan for, Anyway, long story short, Jeff started calling me that because Tarzan was calling me that. It, I, yeah, it, it, and, and, and it so when I thing. hear when I hear like fans run up to me, I, we had our New York ours was in New York that year, the first year, the live reunion. So I'm on the streets in New York, and you just hear like, Tarzan! Oh my God, Tarzan! I'm like, whoa, this is crazy! Like I just <laughs> like, you know, it's just weird to hear people like, and it's it's weird, but it's also awesome to think like these think they really know me like. They're they know me like they know me like like you're, they think I'm Brad Pitt or something. It's bizarre, and I was like, this is weird to hear my name Troyzan, like someone knows me that I've never met in my life. That just you know, and so the whole studio audience is kind of like you feel that like you know they're looking at you and like how you played and they're watching the shit. Like I, I the live reunion is great, I'm, and plus it's like a chance to just hang out with everybody in the green room and watch it and then go out live. And then uh, it's exciting. It's live. It's a big deal to me. It's like, it's, you know what I, I mean, I when you, Omar, can we do a group picture of doing um, hearts for all the survivor players over all the season? Just one big group picture. Oh yeah. I think he used to do that. Like they used to do a group picture by the pool. I, I will say being someone who does still want to go on the show. And it, one of the tough things I've, We've been told by fans, you know, yeah, I used to apply, but now I don't know. I mean, we just were joined by Sean Ross on Survivor Social yesterday, who runs the Drop Your Buffs podcast. And they asked him, do you apply to the show? And he's like, I used to. I just don't really anymore because he doesn't like what the show is now. He's like a lot of the stuff that made him want to apply and want to go out there. You know, there's certain aspects you can't check off your bucket list. If I was to go out there next season, uh, I mean, the participate in the auction in my bucket list. I can't do that. Get my mom out on the island because this is something we, this is how we really connected. You know, we bonded over watching Survivor. I can't do that because they don't do family visits. Right. So it's just like, it's ruining the experience at uh, to some point for the fans who go out there because they want to do all these things. They want to take part 
in these special moments that they're icons. Right. Took, I know. You know. I think little by little, I think people, honestly, the true survivor fans, we still watch it because yeah. it's called survivor. And we are hoping that something changes kind of back to where like we can connect to it. So like, so we'll still watch, but at some point we're going to be like, and I used to watch live. Like I was like adamant, like eight o'clock and I'd want, now I record it. And that, mm. I'm a huge fan. So Jeff Probst and CVS, the fact that I'm recording your show because <laughs> I don't really think I'm all, I mean, I'm still excited, but it's changed so much that it's like, it's not really survivory. It's not even, you don't have, not an active, it's not even like you were watching people survive anymore, which is the name mm. of the show. It's like, get back, it's to roulette. Some, get back to some survival stuff with the challenges and just, People will watch. I mean, I don't, you don't, we don't need to be entertained with all this extra stuff. I don't like the one where they go to the top of the hill and they have to spin some. That's dumb. <laughs> that's out. They said, well, that, nothing, that doesn't get anybody going at it all. Is. It's like, I mean, I just like, there's so many things that are just, they, they, I, I do have to give them credit. They're showing a little bit more camp life and what happens yeah. around the camp, which to me was always a big focus. Like that was the survival part. Even if someone's burning their finger on the in the fire, that's that's what we, you know how it is. And we're out, we're around that camp. How much percentage? A lot. I mean, that, that we're just sitting around that fire and either eating or talking or doing it's like so. Like there's or we're around camp doing something, whether it's like gathering up wood or if someone's cutting themselves or someone's pissing in the corner, or whatever. <laughs> it's camp life. I mean, it's so much fun, funny stuff that happens at camp. Oh God, the stories and oh, I mean, it's like it. it they, they they could do like we need extra. a whole after if they, they did like something on paramount plus. behind the scenes of like oh my god it'd be a whole other show like it'd be it would be crazy we're like the night we had attack of the killer bird the first night on the island i mean we we had the netflix corner that i had built um just a yeah. I mean, just a how do you get into a coconut for the first time with a rusty uh knife i mean there, there's thousands of hours of good stuff where you th and then you're also like you you come home and you're like I know they'll show this they have to show this, I I mean, was this and 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 you get it gets cut and you're like you know especially game shit was tough because there's it's all returners so they have to show kind of everybody where like in a normal season if you don't play that well if you were like just Tony the first time around you wouldn't even be shown he'd just be like he's just crazy and they got voted out and he's done but because he's Tony they have to show a lot of Tony in the first two three episodes and they don't show anything else but you know like there was a scene. With in the like towards the end of the season with with me and Ty and I said Ty you know when we were starving I said you know and we would always try to look for eels because eel was good had a lot of meat in it I said I I, I know where this eel is and when the tide goes out like go out with me and we catch it yeah we gotta catch the eel you know even he's an animal guy right so he's like I don't know if he wants to really catch it so he goes no I I know what I do I said yeah I know where it is so we go out and tides out and he sticks his hand down and he goes, oh yeah it's done starts biting him right he goes oh it's got me i was like hi get your hand out he pulls his hand out there's just blood all over his hand bite marks oh. and i'm like jesus and he goes oh we gotta get this we're hungry and i and so we're out like 25 minutes 30 minutes he's trying to pull it out and slick and i'm like standing there with a the rock he goes when i pull it out this time you're gonna <laughs> kick it with a rock and i go yeah let's do it he goes i'm gonna let it bite me and like pull it out like on my finger so he pulls it out it's on his finger he puts yeah. on the rock and I just start pounding like this eel, right? <laughs> and Ty's like, kill it. He turns into like a madman. Like <laughs> sweet Ty, sweet Ty turns into like Viet Cong, like right. Kill it, guy, kill it, guy. And I'm like, oh my God. And I so I'm killing it. 
then the the eel's dead, right? They can't show all that on TV, but it's like, but he starts crying. He's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. He starts, he's apologizing to the eel. He's, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, so sorry. I'm like, Ty, it's okay. It's you know, it's food. We know, let's just thank it. You know, it's gonna come back. You know, you're a Buddhist. It's gonna come back. Everything's fine. And we're hugging and kissing. Blood all over me. There's blood. He, he kisses oh. me on the cheek. <laughs> I was like, total chaotic scene. You know? And then they, the camera guy filmed us walking back to the camp, like big long shot. You know, there's the eel hanging down. There's blood dripping off of us and their hands are around us. We're like, that's got to get shown. I mean, and they never just, showed that? No, not not even in a set of it. And then we cut a chicken. I mean, a chicken trap. And then we did the same thing where he's like, you know, here, chicken, chicken, chicken. He's calling it here, chicken. I go, Todd, we're going to catch this thing because no one thinks we can. And I set it up like, you know, it was like a cartoon where you put the box and you put a stick underneath it, like the typical <laughs> with a long rope. And I go, those guys that went off to the reward, they said, good luck catching that chicken because there's no way you're going to do it. Like, we're going to catch the damn chicken. And we did. That was another scene. I tripped over shit and stuff flying and tie, you know, put this hammer down on the chicken and then he grabbed it and like it was crazy like i just those scenes to me like all camp life you know or around camp th those are some of the funner scenes i don't know even know why they just don't take them and stick them they, online somewhere and people people would tune in if you made that oh. an extra show on paramount plus where it's like i don't know oh, survivor after I, I don't know what you would call after hours or after yeah, the edit or something or like something. Yeah. yeah something people you could make that a two-hour show I think and more people would. I think in. honestly, what would happen? More people would watch that than this show. <laughs> oh, probably. But the thing is, too, like you would have more connection to the characters. I remember some of the uh, eliminations that would occur; they would break my heart. I'd be like, "Oh no, this person! They were fighting so much." And I know everyone was, but nowadays with the new era, I feel like a lot of times you get pe people who get eliminated, like. Kane for me when Kane got eliminated. I'm sure Kane's a great guy. I just didn't know much about Kane other than he's a nerd. And right. so that elimination didn't really hit me hard. I was just like, all right, we lost Kane. And yeah, that was pretty I, much I, it. Yeah. Some of the stuff. And honestly, I, I don't, I don't mind the, you know, Olympic moments that they go yeah. back in time where that's okay. But we've all, we all had that. We all have our, you know, moments that we, whatever. I just feel like, they never showed that in the old school days and they really didn't have to. So it's like, and that takes up, it takes up a chunk of time. Get the, you don't need the Olympic moments. We, we will find out later that you were an orphan or that you went to prison or that you had a hard life. We all had hard things in our life or done, you know, whatever. But that's, I feel like even though they're good and some people love it, I'm just not a big fan of it. If something can get replaced, like the theme song, if you could cut out, someone's olympic moment and put in the thing i'll take the theme song over that i'll find out later that the guy you know when he's telling the story in camp that he was in prison or that he was an orphan or that he has a certain disease or you know something like we we all have that but we never got our olympic moments and we didn't they didn't need it to, for the show to be successful so and that that's just me i just old school and i'm like you know that's but you know that's no, I, I mean, I think I was going to say we were. Talking oh, I was about just going to say I think we're all old school fans here. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, yeah. I, 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 I hope you know. I know Jeff would probably be up for like if I said, "Listen, Jeff, there's ten of us that are we've played before. We're all coming in, and we want to have a sit down." 
just to sit down because I know that you know you guys sit around and talk about and you work out ideas. Does this work? We just want to tell you where we're at and what what, what we think. Is, you know, obviously we're not here because we we dislike that we're here because we love what we the show and love being on it. You know, we would we do this podcast because we love the show, not because we dislike it. We just want it to be always be the best, and we have an idea that could get it back to that being it's still good. I just would rather it be like, oh my god, so what I was. Great. It's the great. It's the greatest. Like when I got on there and they said, "Here's our name to our show," so I could get it on my shirt, so I could always have it. The best I can do now is drop the four, keep the one. That's that's all we got. For well, you, at least you got that because forty two's got like uh, forty two. That's I mean, like <laughs> you got something that stands you out. Well, I'm just gonna go go ahead and say we've got some questions here that the fans have asked us, and I want to get to that, and also about this fake idol that apparently oh, say, Troy be, be, fan because we were talking about behind the scenes. Oh, see, we're going to get to that idol. We're going to take a quick ad break. And when we come back, we're going to hear about what this fake idol is all about. We will be right back. Hi, Survivor Now podcast listeners. I am Katie from KT Designs, better known as Katie Tedesco Art on both Instagram and Etsy. I have been designing and selling Survivor products for over seven years at my Etsy shop, including replicas like hidden immunity idols and Survivor trading cards with all of the players' stats on the back. I am so grateful for Survivor Now for giving me this shout out and helping me reach even more super fans. I love listening to their podcast. So if you are looking for some really unique reality TV products for yourself or to give a super fan in your life, come check out my Etsy shop at www.etsy.com slash shop slash katietedescoart.com. We have voted. I want a trading card, Katie Tedesco. Come on. Oh, I, hey, I'm going to reach out to her. She she might send you. She has your trading cards. I haven't got I, yours yet. I bought, yeah. I've actually bought some stuff on Etsy that's like survivor puzzles and stuff. And I actually had a guy who made it like send me a few. And I sent one to Brad, that, that one that he wants. So like, yeah, I mean, I'm into that stuff. <laughs> I mean, look. <laughs> no, I see, uh, yeah. see that. See I that, get your card. That, that's my torch right there. My original torch right there. With what? Yeah, here. You did you have it? to win an auction for that torch, or did you just get it? No, I I had to I had to buy it. I, this is another story in itself. You want me? To, <laughs> you want to see it up close? I would love to. The Survivor fan in me is yes. Hold on. That is incredible. So I know for for, for one. Well, this is my first torch that I've ever owned from One World. So I know it's mine because on the island, I started carving my name on it, right? Then production, like, Troyzen, you can't carve your name on the torches. Because, you know, as we go to tribal, we just grab a torch and go. So, like, yeah. one time it's one torch. But I like I like this torch. The designs were different. Plus, it had, like, it's got this, like, cool, like, freaking, like, heads and shit. Like, look at this. Like, <laughs> that skulls on it. It's like. Oh, my so, God. So, so I was like, I want the torch. So I, and then I bought it on eBay and. You can you can't I can't really get up like Jeff signed it right there. Oh my gosh, that is as someone who respects memorabilia, that is incredible. And, and this is my hidden immunity aisle from One World. It's cool, right? That's it's like a it's like a Samoan hook or whatever. That is so, oh my gosh. So I sometimes I break I, I do cameos, right? So sometimes if someone has like some special birthday or whatever, I'll break out the all. 
torch and be like, you know. Hey, we'll go ahead and say book Troy's in on Cameo, yeah, guys. Yeah, you, yeah. You, if you book me through and if you say that you saw me on this podcast, I'll actually light the torch. How about that? Uh, hey, that is some endorsement right there. Well, Troyzan, we have to get to, we just had Sandra on the show and she brought up this fake idol that wasn't shown. I don't believe if I remember correctly that she made, because we were talking about the fake idols. There were so right. many of them on season 44 and she's like, they don't even look like fake idols. If you want to see a fake idol, look at the one that I made. <laughs> so I'm going to show you guys a quick picture, but you don't even need the picture because Troyzan has brought it with him. Check so, it. Well, I mean, I no, I mean, I, I, I mean, I. The other day, so I was talking to Sandra, and she goes, "I was talking about the fake idol," and she goes, "You still got it?" Go, of course, I. I'm never going to get rid of it, but I didn't know where I put it because I got a. I, I mean, I've taken a bunch of stuff from the show, like machetes, bowls, like the knife I carved my name and like notched, like day one, day two. You know, a bunch of stuff you're really not supposed to take. I mean, I got tons of tree mail. <laughs> you should, you should take it. The, well, I think, but yeah. the production tells you, like, you know, hey, what's in your bag? Like, what are you like? <laughs> oh, nothing there, nothing to be worried about. <laughs> so, 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 Sandra, on day, I don't know, maybe three or four, it's like you know, Mana Tribe in the beginning. She comes walking out of the jungle and she's got her shirt, but her bra is like kind of low, and so you can see, like. It, it's like it, it's like you see it it looks all chunky like like that and Caleb looks over he goes I think she's got something in her bra he goes what is going on there I go what and I look and, and I go <laughs> I start laughing because I'm like Sandra if that's an idol you got to be better than that you can't just stick it in your <laughs> bra because it's sticking out making all well, kinds that's of where they stuff. hide everything Troy's and you know I, that well, I, I'm just like you got to be you know be better than that because like you know we're gonna see like it didn't look right <laughs> You know, it's like, you know, you're, if you're a guy, you're bra, it's like, it's just round, not chunks, not like pieces that are sticking out. It's like, so, so I'm like, oh God, here's she going to get caught. And then, so he called her out on like, you know, Hey, Sandra, yeah, you got something. She goes, oh yeah. Okay. You got me. Whatever. She pulls it out. Right. So he pulls this out. And I'm like, and I'm like, that's fake. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, I think that's real. Maybe she's just bullshitting. So she pulled me aside. She goes, no, that's, it's really, it's fake. I go, oh, that's really freaking good. Like, I mean, where, how'd you make that? She goes, oh, I stole chunks off. Like there was pieces off of like our torches. And so like on night one or night two, she basically went and took everything off all the torches and just put together this idol. Right. But at the time, the idol you could wear, like you could wear it. Right. This didn't fit over my head. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm thinking like, <laughs> can I make it longer? But you know, we don't have any material out there. And I am thinking like, can I extend this? And so when she, when we were switching tribes or getting ready to switch, she goes, I think we're going to switch. She goes, I don't want this fake. Idol. I don't want to be responsible. I don't want anybody to think I have it. I don't want to target that. And no one will say anything. I'm like, I look at her and say, I'll take it. And I just said, I'll take it like souvenir, but I'm in my mind. I'm like, I'm using it. Like I'm taking this. Why? It's an advantage. Cause it looks so good. So I have this, and then like two or three days later, we switched tribes. I uh, found an idol at the challenge where I, you know, read a note in a bottle, and then we went. And it's one of those where you at the challenge you have to get the the idol itself. So now I have this idol, a real idol, and I and you can't keep them on you. So I'm constantly, daily, stuffing two idols in my shorts. 
Not in my pockets, in the shorts where no one can see them. Is that nope. where you have to keep your idols now is in your shorts? Like Pretty obviously much. you like, don't want to put them in your bag. You don't want to put them in your bag because you know that that's rule number one. People are going to go through your bags or whatever. You don't want to put them in your shorts because you don't want your pockets to look big. And there's no place else you can put them. So I'm, you put them right in the front of your shorts and, you know, it looks normal, whatever. <laughs> so at least it looks normal for me. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, but you can't keep, you can't wear them all day long and have, or go to challenges and have idols in your crotch, especially this one. And then my other one was fairly big, but my real idol looked crappier than this one. But so every day you've got to take the idols from your shorts, go out in the jungle, find an area, dig a hole, put it, you know, stuff it in there. And then when you go to a challenge, because you never know if you're going to go to a challenge and write to tribal or something, you've got to take them both. So every day I was hiding it and getting it, hiding it. And they, and this is not shown one second of it They're daily. It's a process. You don't just have an idol. Like no, you it's have a, the to process to, to, to do it while no one's looking and hiding. So it's all part of the strategy in a game. And it takes a lot to do that. And no one gets to see it. So no one gets to see, oh, that was really a big deal, part of his game. Like, that was big. And so it's like, and I kept thinking, like, how can I use this fake idol? What can I do? And I just, there was never an opportunity where it's like, can I fake somebody out? Like, with my note, my real note, do I need to fake somebody out? I mean, it's like having the real idol makes you play a little bit more calm, which helps you out because you're calm. And you're not neurotic and people are like, oh, I can trust this. He's not. So it's like, cause you always know you have a backup, but I wish that I just, you know, in hindsight, I wish there was a moment where I could have played it or had someone else find it and then say, they think they have it or whatever. There was, I was almost going to play it um, with Sierra Don Thomas and, you know, have people fake, you know, have her just say, listen, I'm not going home tonight. I've got this. But then I'm like, it's always like a risk when you, are going to do something is it going to be a target on you the next time you know like if yeah. you play an idol then you're like you're targeted bigger or if you give a fake idol or if you show a fake idol, or then now it's like oh he's oh whoa he's dangerous we got to be careful da, da, da. but you know after it's all said and done i would have played this fake idol somehow some way even if i would have had to give it to give it to Sri that tribal whatever like here <laughs> you should have that would have Jeff I'm playing this for Suri. right I'm playing this for Sri and then just and then just do the follow. although it would have hurt your game even more because then the jury would have looked at it like he like he's a jerk yeah what a jerk in the audience the TV guys would have hated my guts like he's making Sri look like a real fool so I mean I guess I could I don't know who I could have done it to I don't really wasn't a villain that year so like I just you know I think at some moment if it, if it would have come down to it like if Brad would have gotten trouble. I might have played, or I don't know. Like there was moments where I thought I was could play the fake idol, or at least pull it out, you know, and be like, "I'm not going over." But I, I really never had my name written down. Mm-mm. So it's one of those like where one time I think one right, time. So, all season, so yeah. in in a way, like I mean, me pulling this out would have been just a a, a target. So well, look at Jamie now. She has a fake idol and. She's telling everyone the truth that left with Kane and no one believes her one second. Well, the thing is like, I'm like, that's a dumb, that's a dumb move to me. Like, <laughs> what do you, what do you have to do? Like to get people to, to like, she's telling the truth. Like, I know. But the thing is when you, when you talk about an idol 
and you say you're telling the truth in Survivor, <laughs> it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It doesn't work. <laughs> you can't say to someone, "Trust me, bro." When you hear the words, "Trust me, man," this is what we're doing. The words "trust me" mean don't trust me. And so her saying like, "This is this is fake," or "This is," no one believes it. I wouldn't believe it either. Honestly, yeah. it's like you can't. That's. I don't think she's quite. She's a little too. <laughs> she's a little too goofy. I. I, yeah. I did. She. She's. I know she. She thinks she's doing the right thing, but I, I think in hindsight she's going to go, "Oh man, survivor!" And the way people survivor think, you can't use this word like "trust me" or "or come clean." All of a sudden, it's say for example, I said that. Say I was a doctor, but I, I I said I was a garbage man the whole time. Then all of a sudden, it, it, on day thirty, I go, "You guys, I'm a doctor." I just thought, you know, they're like, first of all, they're like, they, I don't know if they would believe it. Second, mm-hmm. they're like, well, "Why would he lie?" Now he's now we know he's a liar. Well, we we all know we're lying until you <laughs> basically say, "I really am a liar," and then you're more of a liar. Then you're more of a threat. So you always have to watch, catch yourself, like what you're, is coming out of your mouth. We all know we're lying. But if you say you're lying, that's one thing. So now, it's like, you know. Now, we didn't talk a lot. Before we get to these these questions here, we didn't talk a lot about the season 44 in the episode. We talked more on the grand scheme of Survivor in itself. Right, right. But, I am, but I am curious, who is sticking out to you this season? Who are you liking? Who, who gets like Troy's and stamp of approval? And who are you cheering on here? Well, I mean, as far as we, we all think that... Carolyn is a crazy <laughs> character and fun to watch because she just says whatever, does whatever. Her her the motions on her face, the you know the whole thing. It's like it's kind of like a little bit refreshing to have a, a wacky person like that on the show because you know we you know she she's engaging. Even if you don't like that kind of person, you're still like everyone knows who Carolyn is. Whoever casted her needs to get a raise. I'm just saying. Well, I'm like, just saying well, like yeah, and she's just out there, so it's like. Um, yam yam the same way, or jam, I should say jam jam. That's the way that he would say it. So, um, <laughs> you know, he he he's a character. I I like the people. I like a little more of a character to someone, even if they are a villain. Their character. I don't like just even kill kind of vanilla. Yeah. People. Run of know? the mill. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like well, you know, they're t- like they, I, I don't know. It's it's but it's kind of hard sometimes to know what someone's really going to be like until you stick them on an island. It's one thing to cast them, interview them in a building, have them go through the thing. But another thing is stick them out on an island with a bunch of people and starve. And then we don't really know how they're going to really be, you know. Um, but I think, honestly, this season's it's it's been pretty good. Like, it's been yeah. pretty entertaining, you know. It's like, I think it's been um, the best of the new era. Of the new era, it, it's the most entertaining to me. Like, so, you know, it, the, 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 I thought that the, 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 the romance was going to be like, oh, God. Uh. Don't do the don't do the, 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 the what, what 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 do they call it the, the, the oh I thought you were the, saying the Robin Amber where they go no, to the no no but what do they call it on reality TV when it's in romance it's called a, oh the showmance the showmance yeah I'm like <laughs> no no God don't don't screw up don't, don't screw your game up with the showmance you got to get a blow it Matt was but, only paying attention to the showmance he was not paying I attention know to the but game. to me it's like gosh it's like you're going in like you just got to know that's not going to work I mean even though people know or sense that someone is together like this with a person, they don't really know. But if you're with, if it's a guy girl thing and they see you flirting around, they know. And that's yeah, that instantly. And, and they, they instantly want to break it up. 
whether you're going to be the person and usually it's the guy it depends but it's like you know it's but it's never good and they've never they've never made it like that, it, that's it, why it they need you out on the island and just say what are you doing like, <laughs> I, I know i wish i didn't be a coach on the side like get over here what the hell's going island on island of yeah. the idols part two but troy zan's got yeah. the head this time um is it carson the young guy he's he's pretty smart guy he's kind of fun to watch he seems like in a sense almost like i mean i i, I look at edits too like how's things getting edited like who yeah. looks like they they might give a win. Although like, geez, the last couple of seasons, like, you know, there's a surprise, like out of nowhere, someone's winning. Like I never would expect Gabler to win in a million years. Like, I was screaming. I was so shocked. I was like, really? I mean, and then the other girl, um, uh, Marianne and Erica were the Erica. I, yeah. I wouldn't expect that either. So maybe it's one of these, like, you know, out of the blue, all of a sudden, like, uh, you know, Heidi is the wins or, you know, if, I if, mean, if Jamie or Lauren win, the season do we think if, that's going to put if, a hand jamie, if jamie wins i'm sh completely shocked because i don't <laughs> yeah. I, they've been clowning her all season yeah i and the thing is too like i don't know why they needed to show all that with her with the the because it, it, it really never came into play mm -mm. it's so coming they, into play now the lie well, is coming well, into play. yeah now. kind of but like i mean they showed a lot of that Go, and, I'm, and then they'd show Franny going, I'm like, well, why didn't they show? I don't know. I feel like what they chose to edit. And then I really, I don't, I didn't realize, like, I thought that maybe Jeff and Matt, the executive producer are really sitting there with the editors, like sitting there at the computer, like we like this, take that out. Da, da. I think they leave a lot just to the editor and, yeah. and then, and say like, go for it, bro. Whatever, you know how it goes, but it's up to you who you put in there, what music you use, what you'd want to do. I'm like, Really? God, I didn't think like Jeff would have some more control of like, we want to show this person more because they're going home and this is more of the story, you know? Someone said that maybe production, because I don't know if we've seen production clown on a person so much uh, as well, as much as they've been clowning on Jamie. So someone said, what if this is like Jamie's like arc of the season? Like she's down in the dumps and then maybe the last few episodes here she builds her way back well, up and fights that, her that, way from the bottom that could happen because what happened a lot of times in survivors like if someone is like really shown a lot the last three episodes that's all anybody remembers anyway and they're like all of a sudden they're, they're great and they're good everything's fine they don't remember like well they didn't hardly show anybody like i mean so it's and it's almost like um um jamie are they showing? Cause even Jam Jam said she's really dangerous and she's this. And I'm like, I don't see it. Well, <laughs> yeah. Are really? they showing everything here? Yeah. Well, Jam Jam just said that she's the most dangerous and it got me kind of like, well, what, where, what, 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 I haven't seen it. So why are you showing him saying that? You know, if you're not going to show it. So uh, yeah, it's like, I mean, I think honestly, Carson to me seems like in a sense, like the, the person that's, I would put at the top right now. Because okay. I feel like it's it, with that, with, <clears throat> is it the Tika? The Tika trio, yes. The Tika trio. Um, they seem like even though they're the swing, but they're in control because they know they're they know how to go back and forth. That's a smart move because I know how it goes when when you think you're going to get vote, someone's going to get voted out, and it doesn't go your way. You're like, oh god. Now I'm screwed because they're going to go after me. I'm in the low. I'm on the. I'm on the bottom group now. I might well, not not go first, but they're going to vote out somebody that I'm supposed to, and it's just going to be P P Pagong City. But so, but if you can go, 
So say, say for example, you know, like now, like, you know, um, uh, Danny's only with the two, right? Yes. So, well, Dan is, so Danny's working with Heidi. I know him right. and Heidi are super close. Right. But I'm saying that the, 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 the Tika can go back. Like who, so who kind of got screwed out, screwed up? So, Soka. The Soka is, is who's, who's, in, Franny's out. And, well, so Soka has Danny and Heidi. Ratu right. has Jamie and Lore. Lauren, and then uh, you have the Tika three. So at this point, like this next vote is the last time that Ratu and Soka could maybe team up to take out. Right. Tika I just three. don't know if they're smart enough. To, if they, and if I don't know if they're already willing to do that, to go, listen, it's, it's us. It's the four. Now those three are doing what, you know, they're going back and forth, but, but if it goes right, they can, because they could just go over to, you know, the Tika could go up to Danny. Let, listen, you're safe, bro. Just you're safe you know, vote with us. And if I'm him, otherwise they're going to go, you know what? If you really don't give us an answer, you're probably next. Cause they can say that they're in the power position to say, and you want to stay safe out there. If I'm Danny and they come up to me and say that you're safe. If you vote, I'm like, I want to stay that's safe. Because I want As long as my hands and feet are still on the sand, I'm still in this game. But if you're threatening that I'm going to go, I have to somewhat believe you. So it's good to have power to go back to one group then the next tribal, you're like, well, you, I'm not really with them. We just got rid of that person. And so like, you're now you're going to be safe. And then now you're going to be safe. So they, you know, I feel like Carson is smart enough. He's going back and forth and back. And I think he's going to do that continue. And it's going to be the three. I got a feeling. I don't well, know. Well, Troy Zen, do you still have time for, for these questions here? Cause that's a perfect segue into yeah. our, our yeah, first I got, yeah. Yeah. Let's do the questions. So the first question literally talks about Tika. It comes from Marion Troyzant. Who do you think gets voted out next? Will the Tika three go against each other or stick together at the next round? I think the Tika will stick together just because it's still part in the game where like, I feel like even though they are kind of showing Carolyn and I think Carolyn would, do you think like, Oh, she's the loose cannon and she's going to go cuckoo and she didn't like being left out of the vote. You know, I think she's still smart enough to be like, Carson and Jam Jam got me here and we're still close now. Like, okay, one vote went the wrong way. You know, for me just to roll the dice with these other people I haven't even been playing with, I don't think she's going to do that. So oh, I'm um, nervous. I, I, I'm oh, super oh, nervous. Oh, oh really? I, I, well, I'm a little nervous, but like, I always feel like they show stuff like that to get you nervous. And then, and then they like, and all of a sudden some, yeah. You know, I don't know the way that they showed, um, Jamie, I think that Jamie might she could be going because I I feel like if I was out there and I I can only go off and edit. It's hard. Sometimes it's hard because I know by playing that I'm not seeing twenty something hours of what's going on. I'm only seeing what you want me to see. Forty what a forty five minutes of. I'm just saying, yeah. It's like every and I always laugh. Like everyone thinks, like, oh, this is what's really going on. It's like, no, you're getting led to believe whatever they and you're following it because the way you're reacting to it is the way they want you to react. So they're doing a good (laughs) job. Even ex survivors, I'll go. You guys know that there's there's more to it. So then, why are you saying that this guy's dumb or she's doing that? I go. Cause you know, there's more to the story. But, That's why you know, I always say, if you make it to the end, I used to believe when I was younger, the term survivor goats. I don't believe that anymore. If you make I'm it glad, to the I'm end. I'm glad you said that. Cause I feel like geez, people like 
just and you know there's been a lot of us that have gotten zero votes right yes and there's been a lot that have got to the end and we did and they didn't show our game but i really want people to know like it's like we just didn't a lot of us just didn't do nothing you can't just sit around in a hammock and drink coconuts and do nothing and get to the end you're doing something you just never saw it. it's just edited out completely if like, you make it to the end you deserve and you end up winning you deserve to win and that comes from someone uh michelle fitzgerald the first time yes, she won i, told I was that. so so mad about her winning and i was young i was i think i yeah. might have been like freshman high school sophomore right. high school something like that i was just so mad i was like this season sucked this winner makes no sense and then going back and re-watching it seeing her at winners at war knowing i think this helps as well the fact that i've been able to speak with people like Hugh troy Zan and get that behind the scenes aspect there are no goat winners like even someone like gabler he had to make moves to get to the end a lot of people were super mad about erica Erica played a good social game. You have to have some type of social game to get to the end of the game. You got to have a really good social game to get to the final three uh, to me. Like you just can't just sit around and do nothing. You've done something to get there. You know, I mean, I, I, I just, you know, I tried to explain, you know, and people don't see your whole, every single thing that you said at tri final tribal as well. So, you know, you try to explain to people like, there's just stuff that you didn't see. Like, you know, why do you think I didn't get votes? Because of the way I spoke to people, this way I spoke to everybody, you know, there, there, it takes somewhat, it takes some skill to talk to, that's all you're doing out there in the most, for the most part, besides the challenge is talking to people, you know, and it takes some skill to be like my first season, I like wanted to do every challenge and be the challenge bees and did go, go, go. I sat out purposely, which doesn't look good. And you don't see it on, you don't see yourself playing on TV and it just looks like you're doing nothing. But like that can be a bit of a strategy because you, you're basically saying I'm not a threat, you know, and the way if I'm just, oh, I'm just, oh, I'm just crazy Uncle Troy's out here doing nothing. I don't know what I'm doing. If that's what you get, if that gets me 10 more days, I've just convinced you that, you know, what I said was the truth, which is all, all bullshit. I'm playing as hard as I can play. I'm just telling you I'm not playing hard. I'm just showing you that I'm just doing nothing. And there's acting like I'm doing and there's nothing. no such thing as someone like, like you said, not doing anything. We've seen people get voted out of the game because they don't do anything. Oh, this person doesn't do anything about around camp. They, they aren't really doing anything this season. So you can't have a player make it to the end. Who's doing absolutely nothing. They've got their toes in the sand. They've got their, they've got their, you know, opinions and what moves need to happen. They've, they have their conversation. So I am, completely on your side and the next question we have comes from youtube and lexa left it for us and there was a moment on game changers where it was tough to watch but you conceded kind of at the final tribal council where you said okay i think i know where i stand with you guys let me just say i, I watched this tribal council this morning so i know right. uh it was basically i know where i stand with you guys let me just say it was an honor playing the game with you guys i enjoyed every moment she wants to know when did that hit you um, like going into that final tribal council, was it, I've got this game down. I think I'm seriously going to win. And then about halfway through, you were like, I'm not winning this. When did that hit you? And again, I'm, I'm sorry that happened. Cause I don't think you should, your game should have been looked at it that way. Well, we, th this was the first time that they changed final tribal council for one. And they didn't go from like where each person can come up and just say, ask one question or ask two, you know, where it's one-on-one, -on -one. one yes. person stand. This is where like anybody can speak out. Anybody can say anything you can pile on. So like it was a new format. So it was like, you know, 
question number one. So like people were not asking me questions for the first like 25 minutes. I'm like, Ugh. I need a chance to say something here. Like, you know, so like right off the bat, Zeke basically said, I'm voting for you, Sarah. I'm championing you. And I'm going to ask you the question. And, and so, and then Ozzy said, I'm championing, I'm championing you, Brad, and I'm going to vote for you. And this is, and I'm not thinking like, well, if you're already saying you're voting for him, okay, the chances of me like changing your minds for whatever, I'm like, I can try, but it's like, you know, if I'm not going to get any questions, because normally it's like, okay, Zeke, go up, ask your questions. And he, it'd be like, Troy's hands, I have a question for you. Usually it's like one question or two, whatever. And I would be willing mm -hmm. to say it. So it's like, I was not getting any questions. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. It's like, okay. I, I, mm. I, I, I'm getting like this feeling like, okay, can I explain my, my game? Yes. But I also looked at the, at the jury and the majority of the jury was the Nuku tribe, which I did not start out on. That's yeah. a big deal. If you start out on a tribe that ends up being the jury, they've seen the beginning part of your game and they have seen you throughout the entire thing. They've watched your game. They watched zero of my game in the beginning. They didn't watch. I was a, it was me and Sam, basically called Sanders side. We got a uh, Tony. So I was big responsibility for Tony and Sierra Easton. To me, those are two big players and they didn't see that at all. So I didn't, I can't explain it. And I just, you know, it's like little by little, I'm like, are they going to ask me a question? So they started asking me questions and then they're like, you know, well, I feel like you're just following somebody. I said, you, that's what you think that you see. And it's, you know, you try to explain away, like, listen, you know, you think that Brad Culpepper is making the decision because he won. I, if I made the suggestion and he said yes, then I made the suggestion. You just didn't hear it. So, like, how am I supposed to, you know, you just see him win. So, you think somehow he's in control or you see Sarah. So, I'm like, you know, it, it got to the point where it's like one of those where it was, I want to tell these people how much it meant to me that everybody on the show, if you weren't here, it wouldn't be a part of my experience because it really was true. So I know at the end it was like, listen, everybody. And that, my speech went on for like 10 minutes. They only showed a part of it. I went to each person, each juror. I said, Ty, I said, listen, I, I and I told a story, a, a personal story, which oh, happened out on the island to each person. And I said, you, without you, Andrea, we're doing the piece and the do, you know, like whatever every day. And then Sari, you brought my flip-flops and you did this and we did that. And then, you know, I'd go to, I'd go to Sierra Don Thomas and talk about her horse and all personal stuff to Debbie, every single one. And it's like, and, and I like Ozzy, I said, I, you told me I was going to play with Ozzy. I think I never would have believed you. And I just, I really just was like telling everyone how much I liked them and how much without each each one of you, I would not have had my experience on Game Changers. And if you would have asked me if I would have played twice in Survivor and with all of you, who I feel like are all-stars, it wouldn't have happened. And I said, that's why, you know, it's all good. And I'm good to go. I'm, I'm out. And Jeff, <laughs> even and people like, and they all stood up. They didn't show that. They all stood up and they applaud. And they, you know, people are getting a little. Oh, that's, that's good. And they're getting like emotional because I got emotional. Like it was a big deal. Like this is my Survivor life right here, you know. And so it's all said and done. You know, tribal's over. Jeff bringing out pizza and we're having champagne. Jeff pulls me aside, like personally, he goes, Troy's like, come here. He goes, listen, he goes, that, he goes, I've done 34 final tribal councils. He goes, and that is the best I've ever heard. 
is I've never heard anything but people go one by like and mean it from their heart. He goes, I'm going to try to show as much of that as I can, but it was, I want you to know that it's the best I've ever heard. Sir, uh, if, I, if I could stand up right now and give you that, that's I was incredible. shocked. I, I was like, no one heard it. No one saw it. But in my mind, I'm like, if Jeff Pope <clears throat> says that to me, then you know what? I feel like I'm okay. Am I still bummed out today that I didn't win and that, that I didn't get a great edit? Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, I'm a big fan and I'm like, it means a lot to me. And I still get like, you know, oh, Troy's hand wasn't on Game Changers. I know I get it. It's the funny joke that the people oh, yeah. read it and all that. Whatever. But I'm like, part of me cracks up because I'm like, you know what? Out of all the Game Changers that you always talk about, guess who you're still talking? Guess whose name still comes up? Mine, even though you say I haven't played. <laughs> <laughs> whose, no, name yeah. you, whose name are you calling out? It's like, plus I have a name that people remember. So I'm like, you know, I'm good. I'm fine. I, uh, I, can, laugh. I can laugh about it. But just the fact that Jeff said that he loved my final tribal speech and that he thought it was the best. I'm like, God, of all of them, like really? And I, cause I was from my heart. I was really, I really meant what I said. And even though the little bit that you, that you saw, you can see that I'm like saying like, this means a lot. You know, I never would have thought in a million years by watching my first episode and Richard Hatch running around naked that I'd be here. So yeah, I, I was it's, happy with that. It's inspiring to to hear you take the positive side of things. And and, and I'm happy to hear that because I'm, I, I think thought- most most fans like I actually appreciate like, oh well, you know, Troy's and kind of some will be I was like, oh, say, gave, I appreciate you, man. Some people will be like, oh, he gave up. He didn't try hard. Like, listen, at that point, I knew, I know the jury, I know what the, the you know, what 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 they what has been said and what's going on. I just want to say I didn't say to Jeff, like, listen, Jeff, I'm, I'm, let's just throw out all the strategy and all so this is coming from my heart. This is really, this is Troy talking now. And I said, then, then I went on with the speech. Ah, that is incredible. Uh, we have time for a few more questions here. This comes from Chris on Instagram. Uh, and I think this is the last question we have about game changers here. Uh, is it true that during Game Changers you hurt your knee? And if so, how long was the recovery for you? <laughs> I not only hurt it, I tore my ACL. I played well, how'd with, you do I that? Played, I played I played with it. That's another thing I thought that I thought, like, come on, man, like give me credit. I played with the torn ACL for 14 days. Like what what where my knee, like here's your knee joint, right? It would go mm-hmm. like that, pop out and pop back in. Like I'd be walking down some cliffs. And, I've, and, I've dealt and, with like some knee issues. I couldn't even imagine being out there with. And it clicked in and out. I thought I was going to like, I, I, you know, and the, the doctor was like, you know, he checked it and he goes, oh, you definitely probably tore this. He goes, you want to quit? I go, no, I will. I'm not. I said, I'll crawl around. I will crawl. <laughs> I will do. I don't care. That's like, a, as Jeff would say, that's what Survivor is all about. So you, the deep. only thing we could do, like he wrapped it an ace bandage around. So you do see an ace bandage on it sometimes. There's a there's one where like we're on the big long pole and we're standing at the top and you have to pull a bucket up and pour water down. In the yes. Thing. Yeah. Classic if you challenge, watch that yeah. challenge. You'll see me jump in. You'll see, you can see the tape and then you can. I tore it on the challenge where. um we had to climb up on something and jump down onto a cargo net and then run over. And we had to pull somebody up on a, on a bench where they get letters, you know, mm-hmm. and pull the letters off. So like I, I heard it go click, click on that, on that um, net. And then I had Michaela screaming at me, like, cause we had to pull up, you know, put these harnesses on and dig in the sand and pull one way to lift up a person on the, on the bench, on the swing thing. 
to lift him. And she's like, go, go. I'm like, I was like, I didn't want to say it, but I'm like, <laughs> I don't have a knee. <laughs> I, my knee is not here. Like, so yeah, I, I did tear my ACL I, and Survivor paid for the whole thing when I came home. So I have a, a whole new knee. Oh my gosh, that is incredible. Yeah. And I'm I'm happy to hear it went well for you. My mom's about to get knee replacement. So yeah, she's I, nervous I, about it's, it. It was like two little scars. I just two little scars. It was like, you know, microsurgery. I did it at a really good university of Miami's got a super program. They do all like these super athletes and the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> so you got like, the good wanna, deal. Yeah, I got the good deal. Yeah, well, survivor pain. Like, <laughs> I can't imagine what it costs because like MRIs, the surgery, all the after surgery. Then they pay you like the insurance. Did you have to go through rehab? You got re. They pay for rehab. They pay for, and they pay you a a a a check for like not being able to work. Yeah, yeah. So So yeah, okay. Score. (laughs) (laughs) So I want. I got to play again with a new knee. (laughs) Oh my god, that's incredible. Uh, the the next question we have is from. I am so sorry. I'm gonna have to spell it out. P W N A G E Q on instagram okay yeah if asked i i know everyone wants to know this would you play again and they said you should get a second chance no he needs a third chance (laughs) complete the trilogy this would be like and i mean this in the nicest way we have like the new indiana jones movie coming out and i know that's more than a trilogy but it would be like one of those movies where you had your first experience on the show you had your second we took a long break and it would be like the final trilogy this is this is it for Troy is going out. Would you play oh, again now? Come on. Uh, I don't even know if I need, I don't, I don't even think, you know, <laughs> I think you know the answer. I mean, come on. I played them all. I, I, I'm always ready. Honestly, I, I am such a huge You're, you're still in good shape too, from what I, yeah, what I, I see right I, now. I think, I mean, I mean, I always am doing something because honestly, I mean, I am a huge fan of, the, I'm not a fan like, um, where I know every little detail I'm on Reddit talk, you know, like I'm not that kind of fan, but I'm a fan to watch watching the show and playing. So I'm always prepared. So really, and I think about it all the time. I'm thinking there's gotta be like a third times a charm for people or like maybe like a finalist show. Uh, now I did get called for season 40, but before it was winners at war, it was, oh, it was going to be something so there's else. a chance. Yeah, no, no, hundred percent. I'm always on their radar. So, forty, they called a bunch of people, and it was going to be some kind of, I guess, a legends type season. I don't know if it was called. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I heard about this before. It was going to be something, and I, and they called me at the last minute, and I'm like, oh my god, and they were like very hush hush secret, like, and I really was like, I'm not going to call anybody this time. I, I am going to, if they, if forty, go off the grid. In my <laughs> mind, though, because I'm like forty. That's the big season. That's Oh my God, if I won 40, crazy. Well, and then two weeks later, you know, I was supposed to fly out and I call, like, what's going on? And they go, oh, things have changed. I, I go, what? They go, well, it's a different season and I, we can't say nothing, but I think you'll find out. I already knew because I knew that there was rumors of all winners. Mm-hmm. So I like, you don't have to tell me. I, I know I didn't win, so I'm not, I know I'm not playing, but I'm on their radar. And I mean, if they call me, I would say <laughs> yes and I'd leave tomorrow. And I, I'm, now there's, this is my there's really not there's really not a day, and I know people would think, well, that's crazy. Don't you have another life? I'm like, I do have a life, but <laughs> there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about playing again or, or being on Survivor. I mean, every time I go exercise, it's in my mind I'm doing this for Survivor. I mean, I I, I still wear buffs. I still am doing something where 
I, it, I'm like, okay, that's survivor thought. Like th I have things on my fridge that are statements about, you know, being a certain way, you know, or a positive thought or, but it has to do with survivor. Now here's a, here's a follow-up uh, before we get to our final question here and then begin, begin the wrap up. Uh, I'm curious. We had this talk with, I think, Todd Herzog. Uh, obviously, I hope everyone knows who Todd is, if you didn't. Uh, winner of Survivor China. Right. Uh, spoiler alert. Hope you <laughs> hope you watched it. But we had this conversation, and Todd, same way. He's like, I've tried going back many times. They, they've invited me back. I would always go back. And we asked the question, do you think, because Jeff Probst, after season 40, talked about the new era. We're going to build this new show with this new cast. And he made a comment where he's like, you know, we're going to leave the older seasons in the past and focus on these new players. He's kind of gone back and said, well, we might have some players from the earlier seasons on. Uh, Todd doesn't believe that they'll ever bring anyone back from the first 40 seasons. Do you, how do you look at that? Do you think they will go back and grab some players from the first 40 seasons? Or are they going to focus on like this new era of players that they're introducing? No, I, I, I honestly, I, I, I think it changed. I think it, in the big, like, see, it, if you would have asked this question while 41 and 42 were going, I'd probably say like, yeah, they're kind of, they're, they're going to focus on the newer season. I think Jeff, and if he really is listening to the audience and the way he kind of talks in his podcast, I just get a feeling he's going to be like, we need to bring back, you know, some of the players that played in the, in the past, or we're going to have a season of, new era versus old era that that's would be gonna, great that's gonna be that that's gonna be our season and we'll just wait for a little bit it could be it might not be till 50 which isn't that far off no. but i like would four years i would tend to believe that like you know as much as some fans don't like to see return players because they're like well that loses my chance i want to see new players. they they the season's ratings are always higher with returning players yeah. So at some point, maybe not Jeff, but CBS will be like, Jeff, we need to see this person again. And, and they're all old school players or like, you know, th that that was a different era. And we'd like when we 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 know our audience will connect to that, you know, or how would a real, you know, old era player play against this new era in a new era game? Or would we do an old era theme? with new era players, <clears throat> that kind of thing, you know, I mean, I think maybe they might have a season of the new era players mm -hmm. do a season, but they're going to have to, they need, they they're going to have to, especially survivor Australia just had heroes versus villains. Yeah. Well, they need, a new, they need a few more popular. seasons under their belt to get enough good and interesting players from the new, they, they I don't think they have 41. That's only four seasons. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. They, <laughs> yeah. You when I mean? when was the first returning season? The first eight, time it season, was eight. Season eight. I can't remember if it was seven or eight. It was eight. So like they went through seven seasons to get an all star. So to me, it's like that's it. The least amount you're going to get seven or eight seasons in before you're going to start getting. Well, like, you could do you know, another all stars if you if they were looking at that. Maybe doing like season eight, like another all star. They season. could. I mean, like I mean, honestly, like I mean, my fingers are crossed that it's like third times a charm because like there's plenty of people that played two times that did fairly well. Or there's plenty of people that were they, like they could call it the finalists. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, Spencer was a finalist. Um, 
There's been maybe the good. season called Survivor 49 so close. That's it. So exactly. close. Like, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, Ange- it was Angelina getting yes. a jacket. She, she was a finalist. Um, there's been a lot. I mean, if I went through that, there's, there, I, if I went through something, you'd be like, oh, yeah, there's there's quite a few that I think that would, people would like to watch again. Or, so, I mean, I think I saw a list once of like the zero vote and like it was a good list. No, like, that was good. Yes. People wanted zero was vote. in that list. It's like there was a lot like. Owen all, from 43, if you want to. All pretty, good na- yeah. all pretty good names. I mean, nobody were like, who's that? It's all like, oh, really? I didn't really think I had zero votes. It's like, in a way, like the longer that time goes on, it's like people don't really me- remember like every single part of your game or the show. They just kind of remember, oh, Troy's hand as a whole or Troy's hand. He's the guy who yelled out, "This is my island." That, that's that like guy. my that's like my memory. My memory is not the best, so I don't remember like an entire season as all. Right. I remember the season. I know who won it. I just don't remember exactly how it played out. But I know, like you said, the person. And look, we talked about themes earlier in the show. There's plenty of themes. We just gave you like three or four of them. Plus, you could throw out a lot of fans want to see a season of all filled with people who were eliminated first. All first time. Give them another chance. Well, we have one more question for you here. This is from Lexa. Uh, She asked this a little bit earlier when we were talking about how you were in the edit. She said, Troy Zan, do you prefer a more traditional winner's edit then? Um, And then I really like the second part of this question. Who is your favorite all-time winner coming from someone who is a major fan of the show? (laughs) Well, uh, the first part of the question was... Yeah, winner's edit. Do I like a winner's edit? Um, I like not completely because you don't want it, it gets, to be obvious. Because then it gets yeah. Because then it's like you know I'm just watching the obvious and and no one everyone likes to be surprised when they watch TV in whatever way you know like whatever it is in any adventure show you want like oh my god I didn't expect that you know so it's kind of like I like a little bit because for one it it gives you it it, it makes sense at the end like oh. Okay, I saw this person throughout the like game changers. A lot of times didn't make sense because like they kept showing like you know one person like big time and then they go home. They, they like they felt like they had to get in like okay here's Andrea's uh, you know episode. You know here's Debbie's episode. Like in in a normal Survivor, they're just going to show the better play. If you make the merge, then you're going to get shown even probably more before the merge. So you're gonna they just tend to like like. Sorry, I mean, the first five or six people don't get shown that much. They didn't do that great. So, like, well, you didn't do that great. So, you know, but now they don't do that. So, I, I, I like it. I do like it a little more than where it's like the shocking, like the Gabler. I, I that's a, mm-hmm. I mean, that was like a little came out of left field. <laughs> that's a little, I don't like to come out of left field, but I, I do like a little bit more of a winner's edit, or at least I like a final four edit or like the four people that made it like they're just getting shown more in the season i don't mind that i don't mind that at all and then who's your favorite winner of all time well not kim because that's a whole (laughs) that's a whole nother podcast we'll have to have you back for that one well because there was some unethical stuff that happened on our season that was behind the scenes that no one ever saw that and it's the only reason i couldn't vote for her so i just you know, and I, but we're friends today. I've been to her house. Everything's cool, but I would never have voted for her for that. So she can't be. So I, I mean, I have to say Sarah because I play with her and she beat me and like, you know, so, um, 
I do like Tony though because I played uh, with him. And outside the game, Tony's fantastic. He was the first guy to call me when I came home and congratulate me for to making it to the final three. And wow. he's like, Troy's in, listen. He goes, You made it to the final three for a reason. He goes, F anybody else that doesn't give a sh that doesn't care and that didn't work and that and even like when I didn't get any votes, he called me after the show and he came up to me, he's like F those people. He goes, he goes, you made it to the end. And he goes, I, that took that took something. He goes, you voted me out. He goes, that was, I was going to say, you got, got him out. out. He goes, you caught me in the spy bunker. And then blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I do like Tony. Um, I'm trying to think if I go, like, I have to, my biggest props have to go to um, Richard Hatch, though, because I always say this, as much as people might not like Richard Hatch or like what he's done or went to prison or whatever. Um, Richard, without Richard Hatch, in my mind, Survivor doesn't exist. I mean, he started Alliance, like a lot of the stuff that happens in today's he game. Started, yeah, the alliances, he was the villain. He ran that show. And to me, if another winner would have happened, it would have just not been the same impact on the show. And I felt like he had an impact for the next three or four years. Every person in America knew Richard Hatch's name. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, as a winner, he put Survivor on the map and I would have never played, got to play Survivor, honestly, without Richard. I feel like that. So it's like, you know, um, when I first watched it, I didn't like Richard. And I was like, I was not rooting for him, but like I've met him and it's like, we've talked a lot. And it was like an honor to meet when he, he came up to me at a reality event. And he's like saying my name. I'm like, this is crazy. Like Richard Hatch knows who I am. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I always compare like the legends of Survivor to I just grew up a basketball fan. And I always say, like, Tony is the LeBron James, Sandra's the Michael Jordan. You know, you have that argument who's the greatest of all time. Richard yeah. Hatch, I'm trying to think of a classic player from the 80s. I'm drawing a blank. I mean, I, if I was but as far as my favorite, there's a really, I mean, I have to, it's probably a tie. Because Sandra, I'm really good friends. And Sandra, I think, you know, honestly, and I, and I told her this. We were talking today. That's who Lexa <laughs> thought you were going to say. She thought she, you'd say Sandra or Cochran. No, not Cochran. But but Sandra, I would put like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm such good friends with Sandra and Sarah. So it's like, I'm, I'm like, you know, <laughs> okay, my favorite winner. I mean, Heroes versus Villains is probably my favorite season. So Sandra won that. And I tell her all the time, like, listen, you're the only, you and, and Tony are the only people that have won twice. But I feel like Heroes versus Villains in its time and the in its era, I think had better players than even the winners at war. And I think it was a more difficult season to win and you won it. And it's like, that's a big deal. So that puts me, that puts Sandra to me at the top. And she won her first season, you know, like just, hands down you know i thought it was great so and i i just feel like to win heroes versus villains if you look at the players that were on there and i think at the time that it came out it was legendary players like every single person and then i like to win that season and the way she won it i i just feel like i i don't know i i i liked winners at war but I, I always feel a like a little bit of a letdown. I just don't feel like the win. I don't feel like every winner is like the true best player of the season. That's why I don't look at winner winners at more like, oh, the winner of the winners is the best. Because the 
a lot of the winners aren't the best. I mean, I could pick out five or six players on winners at war that I said, it would say like, I don't know if you were the best player. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a discussion. A lot of people look at winners at war as a major letdown compared to what we thought it was going to be. And I mean, you could even make the argument that they did not get the 20 best winners on no, that they season. No, there was a lot. There was left some left. I mean, I mean, Todd Herzog said he got the call and they chose to go someone else over him. Yeah, that's crazy because he would he did a fantastic and not to have Richard Hass. I mean, what are you kidding? Yeah, me you gotta have yeah. It, despite what's going on with Richard and how he's perceived, if you want the twenty best winners, and I'm pretty sure Richard said he would have came back. Too. No, I think he did, and they said I think something happened at the end. I think I saw something where like at the last minute something happened where they were worried about because I think he was still in some lawsuit. Yeah, legal, or yeah. Or, and they were. I'm like, he's the first winner. Like, I did not have all winners. Without Richard Hatch, that's, yeah. goof, that's goofy to me. So yeah, I'm not going to say it, but there, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. can, I can pick out four or five players on Winners War where I'm like big question marks. Maybe, like, maybe, maybe I get this off the air here when we when we go on. Maybe I mean, like, I, I'm like, really <laughs> that 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 person really? Uh, come on now, I don't know about man. That. This has been this has been eye opening and amazing experience. Uh, I wish I could an- ask you all the questions and show you the entire chat, Troy Zan, because I, I mean it. People have loved having you on the show today. They just have loved oh, yeah, all the insight. I, I, I love, I love connecting with all the fans. I love all, all you guys. It's like any Troyzan fan, you know. Any, if you ever see me out or you meet me in public, you, I, I, I'll, I'll shake your hand, take your pictures with you. If you can make it up to New York for this finale party, I'd love to see you because we're. I'll be up in New York for uh, Bryson Wins presents. Oh, really? Okay, that's the fine. The final the, finale. The, it's a. It's a two night. Uh, two night party up in New York. Is it? Is it? Okay. Well, you never know. I mean, could, could you I might. I might try to talk him into it, guys. <laughs> but <laughs> Troy Zan, thank you so much for coming on today and spending. We went way over the the I initial. I told you. Time. See, <laughs> I start talking Survivor, I get all crazy. Well, I was gonna say, don't don't tell me that you're still a super big fan because I might have to get you on when we're covering the finale episode or something. Might have to have you on the show again if you'd be willing. I mean, now yeah, I'm totally up for it, buddy. So thanks again. Thank you guys for watching. If you enjoyed this video, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel and make sure to hit that notification bell. So you know, when anything is coming up, you never know who's going to join the show. So thank you guys. And as always, we'll see you next time. The tribe has spoken.